This week's episode is brought to you by Just For Men. <laughs> Just For Men is a men's care brand focusing on hair color, beard care, and hair regrowth. Designed for and marketed for men that might be lacking a little bit of flow on the tops of their heads or maybe on their face and their beards. Pussy! You know, come playoff hockey time, everyone knows that you need a solid beard going into playoffs. Some guys just can't really grow it. Maybe they got a little bit of peach fuzz and need to darken it up. Just for Men is a perfect product for you. Also, for you guys that are maybe kind of losing it on the top of your beak there a little bit, maybe you need to kind of fluff it up a little bit. It's kind of like uh it's kind of like a chia pet, like a human version of a chia pet. You just sprinkle the Just For Men seeds on the top of your scalp that you're losing a little bit of hair, and over time, these seeds will sprout with brand new hair. You will feel confident. You will feel alive. You'll probably be much better at hockey because you know you look good, you feel good, you play good. If you don't have the hair to back it up, then you're not going to have the play to back it up. So go to justformen.com today or go and talk to the manager at the Players Club, Eddie, who sells Just For Men out of the back of his car in the parking lot. And make sure you use promo code Bobby Orr to get 10% off your purchase today. And now let's start the show. What's up, you herbs? This is Brando, coming to you live from the studio for episode 6, featuring Russell the Tendy Pittman. I'm also here with my boy, Pauly D. What up, Pauly? What's going on, fellas? Um, don't mind the noise. We actually uh, took on a big signing bonus. Now that our podcast has gone viral, so we're putting some upgrades in the studio, and uh, you can hear them building it out in our new commercial space with a view, so uh, just disregard those sounds. It's just a work in progress. Well, hey, boys, you guys know the drill by now. Uh, we usually like to start off these episodes with a quick beer league recap of this uh, week's game and another W for the Fergs boys. Paulie, how did it all happen? Well, we ended up 6-2 to two in our blacks, may I add you. Um, undefeated again in the blacks, thank God. And uh, this was a great game against a team we've played again and again, the Bombers, aka Wheat Kings, aka who the fuck cares, aka Pip Squeaks of Nuckas. <laughs> I will say we at least played a team our age this week. That was kind of fun. Listen, man, I for those of you that obviously were there during the game, you could tell I was a little bit fired up about this one. I uh, I kind of took my game to the next level only because I really dislike certain individuals on the other team especially number 22 uh which we'll get into some more details in a little bit but it just i went to bed with a smile on my face that night because we just fucking tuned them up both physically mentally on the score sheet every possible thing i think we did right um it was just a great game so let's kind of get in the details of the goals well i I will say that Brando doesn't talk a lot of shit in games. Um, he's pretty much our silent defender, but it is hilarious when he does, and um, especially hilarious when he burns people, scores goals, and then talks shit because they have no response for it. So in this game, uh, one of my favorite moments was um, as number 22 was bitching at Brando. He uh, pretty much broke this kid's ankles in the blue line with a great move, dangled his friend, popped in the goal and then as he was skating away from the goal he basically stared the guy down right in the eyes and sheathed his stick like it was a freaking massive sword badass move and then the kid didn't know what to say and then end up chirping something and brando was just ragging about his bald spot and the kid just sat down it was pretty epic i must admit when you got kids like him that Every single week, whether they're playing us or playing other teams, the kid is always an asshole. He's got the most pims in the league because if you even skate near him and get under his skin a little bit, he just fucking slashes you as hard as he can. 
and I got a penalty for some reason. I gave him a little slash on the stick, and he turned around and full on baseball swings, slashes me in the leg, and we both went to the box. And that's where he made the grave mistake of taking his helmet off and showing me a little bit of uh, a little bit of skin up on top of his head there. That really just kind of gave me the ammunition I needed. And the next shift, I go out there, and this guy's sitting on the bench after our penalties were expired. And uh, the best part was I shot it from the point and went off like two of their guys, and then it went barred down. But it doesn't matter, boys. They don't ask how. They just ask how many, right? So I skate by the bench, put my sword away like Excalibur, and stare at him. And just with the biggest smile on my face, it just, uh, man, I love it. Fuck that guy, though. <laughs> if you could have done a walk as you skated back... <laughs> Like that one guy did, uh, that would have been fantastic to add to it. Maybe next time. <laughs> Throw in a moonwalk or something. <laughs> well, um, instead of just breaking down the goals, we'll just talk about a few highlights and uh, move on real quick. Um, I will say Brandon had also had a great chirp. He uh, told some guy to roll his window down who was talking shit with uh, a bubble on. That was awesome. Standard. Uh, Eddie had a nice goal. No post involved. A little disappointed. We kind of expect him to hit post every single time. Eddie had two goals. Two goals and not two posts, right? Oh, yeah, no, no. There were no posts by Eddie, which, uh, of course, I talked to Eddie in the locker room after the game. Uh, if he doesn't hit the post and his goals, they actually don't count. So I contacted Finney and had him remove those two goals from Eddie's uh, score sheet. So, yeah, yeah, that needed to be done. Good job. Um, Coca tried to play goalie for a second and realized how hard it was. He dove and tried to put his legs together and his puck squeaked between his legs and Russell bailed him out again. Uh, nice try, Coca. Maybe next time you can see up in real pads. I would love to see that. Uh, yeah, that that reminds me. That was a crazy play. Wasn't that right off the bat? Right off the bat. I ran in. Uh, Russell, I, was, I think the puck went in the corner. Russell kind of came out of the crease a little bit and I was scanning towards it and Russell basically set a pick on me and we both fell down and all of a sudden the puck gets from the corner out to the slot and they're trying to slide it in. We're all kind of trying to scramble and get it back and then of course russell the beauty uh oh and by the way our our special guest today we'll get to that shortly uh he somehow just makes a sliding pad save and just demoralizes them right off the bat i mean that could have been a game changer man if they would have had the first goal who knows what would have happened but uh we came out we fired away um i think the final score final score was six to two might have been seven to two i don't know i kind of blacked out halfway through but uh, another W with the black jerseys. Uh, Jay gets his second win of the season, I believe, subbing in. Good job, rookie Jay. <clears throat> really all around a great game, a lot of fun. We were able to watch the Lightning game, uh, even though they lost and they sucked. But um, at the bar afterwards with the boys, which kind of brings us into our next little segue here into the NHL playoffs, which, man, do we have some insane games. I feel like they're either shutouts or just complete blowouts man it's been like a crazy first round of playoffs Polly, where do you want to begin on this dude let's just talk about vegas <laughs> sweeping the kings i mean the only team officially in the second round as we record this podcast but holy shit dude uh everyone called the sweep in the other direction including you yeah i mean this is ridiculous dude call the sweep son <laughs> i told you i got it right boys i think the best part in this whole thing and I'm happy to see Vegas move on. Let's see what they could do. But um, Braden McNabb scores the game-winning goal. And for those of you who don't know, Braden McNabb was a former L.A. King that was pulled in expansion. And that's a little redemption for him to score that game-winning goal at home in L.A. and give L.A. Kings a big F.U. for letting them go. So awesome job there. Now, I guess we'll start off with the West because we're already talking about uh, Vegas. And I mean, congratulations. One thing that makes me uh, really smile and, uh, about Vegas' situation is the fact that they, ha- they traded with the Red Wings and got Tomas Tatar for a first, a second, and a third-round pick. That motherfucker's been a healthy scratch for Vegas during the playoffs. Yeah, he's not looking good, man. I, I thought he would be killing it right now, but... You know, some guys just don't gel. You don't gel with the chemistry, then, you know, obviously Vegas has been successful. Nobody thought they would. Why change something that's not broken? Why put him in the lineup? He's only scored, I think, three or four goals since he's been with them at the end of the season. So, uh, hey, man, I mean, they're already in the second round. So I I don't think Tatar will see uh, see some playing time until, you know, somebody gets injured or something else happens. So I guess we'll see. How about Marc-Andre Fleury? I mean, is he back? Is this guy back? I... 
Dude, he's sick, dude. I, you know, playing with Pittsburgh, obviously Pittsburgh being a powerhouse the last few years, winning the couple cups. Um, you kind of had question marks going into the playoffs. How would Vegas be defending in front of him? And uh, looks like they're doing a fantastic job. Honestly, I think it's their coach, man, Gerard Gallant, that guy. Everyone seems to love him. Everyone wants him to be the coach on their team, but he went to Vegas, um, brought over a couple of the boys from Florida, um, like Marchesol, Smith. Dude, how did Florida give up those guys? Studs, bro. Two of them. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe we'll have to ask Russell in the uh, in an interview, get <laughs> well, them all fired up. We don't want him to cry mid-interview. Oh, man. Hopefully like, he's not driving again. Someone needs to make a meme with uh, Flurry that said, like a John Wick meme of like, I think I'm back right now. <laughs> Hey, man, whatever he's doing. What do he have, two shutouts? Yeah. Come on, dude. And playoffs, insane. They love um, him over there. Yeah, and I can't, you know, can't blame him. But, dude, what? Sharks, Ducks, uh, last game, 8-1, to one, Sharks? What? <laughs> if you're going to send a team a message, holy shit, 8-1, to one, um, and they're up 3 nothing on the Ducks? I mean, could this be... Uh, Another lopsided series. I'm not going to say the word, but could it be? Sweep! Uh, no, actually, I think the Ducks are going to come back in seven. That's my... Uh, <laughs> even though they are in San Jose for for game four, because Anaheim did have a uh, home ice advantage, which they really royally fucked up. But um, you know what's funny is that... I, I, I don't know if they were talking about it on Spit and Chicklets, possibly, but they were saying that the Ducks... Or no, it may have been the Kings the last time they came from like a 3 nothing deficit. They won the Kings. series, and then they won the Cup. Yeah, so that Kings was the Kings. Kings beat San Jose and then won the Cup, yeah. Whoops. Well, that didn't work out for them. <laughs> um, so I think Anaheim is definitely in big trouble. I expect that Anaheim might take this next game against the Sharks and put it into Game 5, but I don't think they're going to go too far from there. The Sharks have looked fantastic. Um, who else we got in the West, buddy? I mean this dominant sharks vegas matchup if that was to happen that would be fun to watch holy shit with a sharks team putting up eight goals and and martin jones playing so well i'm kind of curious to see how vegas is going to handle somebody with such a potent offense even you know i i knew that the kings going in don't have a lot of goal scores outside of kopitar but especially with Toffoli being a piece of shit this year but i mean the sharks now that they brought in evander kane they got pavelski they got the Sasquatch on defense, man. Good God, dude. That team is loaded, and they're scary, and they're fast. I don't think Vegas is going to do too well against them. But, hey, I was really fucking wrong about uh, about the sweep for the Kings. So I guess we'll see. A lot of brackets got broken uh, and will be broken next couple of days. So uh, one word answers real quick. Um, just yes or no. Um, was Colorado was Colorado's win a fluke? Yes. Okay. Does Minnesota even have a chance? No. Um, will Tampa bounce back in game four? Yes. Good answer. And uh, These are all good answers. <laughs> the Blue Jackets are steamrolling the Caps. Can the Caps come back? Oh, man. You can, you can add more words on this one. Go ahead. <laughs> can they come back? Yes, they can. But Blue Jackets are scary good, too, man. I didn't think that they were this good. But they are good. Did you watch that game last night? I watched almost the whole thing, and it was, I mean, dominant. I mean, it was. I mean, those are the typical double OT goals that happen. But before that goal happened, I mean, Blue Jackets had a couple really good chances to hope be saved. So one of the best things I've ever heard this entire NHL season is Artemi Panarin. His nickname is the Breadman. And when he goes crazy and goes off on these crazy uh, scoring tangents like he's been on fire lately, they call it yeast mode. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Which, that's that's like something out of like Bry Guy's you know, textbook there coming up with some some fancy little... Uh... <laughs> you know, you know, speaking of Bry Guy, he's got Panarin locked up as a keeper in Fantasy Hockey League. How's Bry losing with Panarin? Okay, dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess we'll see what happens next year. I can guarantee he doesn't make playoffs, though. So, sorry, Bri. Good luck, though, buddy. Uh, give him all the draft picks he wants. Not going to make a difference. Oh, man. Well, obviously, finishing up the West, Nashville, Colorado. 
uh, dude, Nashville is going to, I think, take the next couple games and end them pretty quickly. But Nathan McKinnon and the Avalanche at home, they're the real deal, man. But once they go back to Nashville, they are in trouble. So I don't think uh, they'll be able to hold on for too much longer. Winnipeg is going to um, – what's his name? Zach Parise just got hurt. Yep, he's out. Yeah, has a broken heart or something like that. So he's out. Um, I think Winnipeg's going to make uh, – a quick deal out of those clowns and then over to the east man talk tell me about these lightning dude what the what's going on uh you know they uh they get a little complaints that when they get up it seems like uh cooch hasn't really done anything lately either so um he's getting shut down they'll turn it around they'll be fine and Corey schneider's playing really well so um we'll see how tonight goes hopefully to lock it up tonight and then bring it right back to tampa and they could say goodbye new jersey well, I hope so, because if New Jersey wins, is that game on tonight? Yeah, it is. Oh, man. I, oh, man. You're going to be sweating if New Jersey wins this game tonight. I wouldn't be scared. I think that the Bolts are going to um, finish out this series with with the win. But I think that they play down to the level of competition against the against the Devils, and then they play up to the level of teams like Pittsburgh and these powerhouse teams. So if they can get through this round, whether they play Boston or Toronto in the next round, I think that they'll play a lot better. But for some reason, the Devils just kind of have their number, and uh, I don't really know what else to say about that. But uh, We just need to see it. Uh, Lightning do what San Jose did. That's what we need to see. So um, Boston and Toronto, how about Pasternak? Holy shit. Six points, one game. And you see how that guy tapes a stick. Oh, God, dude. If you haven't, just go online and look it up real quick. No, don't. (laughs) Don't. It's disgusting. I don't even know how you can even stick handle with tape like that, dude. It looks like a fourth grader is playing some street hockey and had like two inches left of tape on his stick and just kind of threw it on the blade at the end. It's fucking brutal. Dude, uh, Boston could easily have taken Toronto in that last game, too. A couple really good chances. What a goalie save uh, at the end there. Holy crap, in the third period. So, you know, do you see Boston finishing them off? Do you see Toronto coming back? I think if the only way Toronto can come back is if Austin Matthews continues to play how he did in the last game. Uh, You got veterans like Patrick Marleau scoring a couple goals. So if you get the depth coming... And you got to shut down that top line of Bergeron, Marchand, and Pasta. Um, I think that there's a there's a chance to possibly go to seven games with Boston, but I just don't think that um, I just don't think that the Leafs have it this year, man. I think that Boston is really gonna um, pump them in this next game and finish it out, and then they'll be meeting the Lightning in the next round, which is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, absolutely. Well, let's see what happens. Um, as far as Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, last one. I'll just say um, Pittsburgh dominated them game one. I was super surprised to see Philly come back with a dominating right back 5-1 win in the second game. And then Pittsburgh game three, another 5-1 win for them. So it seems like the wins are super lopsided. There hasn't been a close game with these guys. I would love to see Philly go ahead and get this fourth game. I don't know if it's going to happen. and I don't know if you watched uh, Gudis take out uh, Couturier in practice. But now they're down one of their, their key guys. So, I mean, I hope Philly could really make it a series. But with somebody like Couturier out, and I did see that video on Instagram, actually, and uh, Gudis is just a fucking clown, dude. What an idiot, man. I know he didn't do it on purpose, but I don't even know. Is it something with his knee? Did they, did they say what's up with Couturier? Uh, they didn't. I mean, he was able to walk off, so I don't think it's too serious. Maybe not. Maybe just a couple games, but he was pissed. He just took his stick and threw it against the board. Just, screamed, just yelled, and I was like, wow. Almost as pissed as when uh, Nick Peterson was skating off the bench in our game the other night and Reese decided to blindside him coming <laughs> coming off the bench. I thought he was about to send uh, Peterson back on the IR with another concussion, man. Having that little uh, smiley face or, or, or lack, of, lack thereof uh, on our championship photo last year. I think that kind of rattled him a little bit. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, I don't know. The guy just got healthy, too. <laughs> Shit. Well, hey, boys, that's our NHL recap. That's our Beer League recap. We have one of uh, my personal favorite redheaded dudes coming on here, Russell Pittman, as our guest for today's show. Him being our uh, full-time tendie, uh, taking over the reins after Bo Daddy left the squad. Um, 
I look forward to getting to know him and introducing his life to you boys for those of you guys that don't know him. Polly, you got anything else before we wrap this up? No, just want to fill you guys in on what's going on. Remember, you guys heard it here first. We're breaking all these stories about the NHL and the Beer League, so I uh, just want to keep everyone in the loop, and uh, let's let's get Russell. He's calling in the studio. Uh, Brian's going to patch him in, our uh, in-house producer, Brian Turok. Give a shout-out real quick, Brian. Yeah, what's up, boys? Remember, uh, pizza and beer won't make you queer, but you will get fat. Oh, yeah. All right, we're going to uh, patch in Russell right now. Russell, Russell, Russell. What's up, fellas? How you doing, big cat? Oh, we're doing okay here. Well, hey, man. I want to say, first of all, welcome to the podcast. This is Brandom here with Paulie D. What up? What's going on, big guy? What up, man? Well, thank you for having on, uh, jumping on the show with us. Um, we wanted to have you on today for mainly the reason is I was talking to the guys, and no one really knows anything about you. You're kind of a mystery, and uh, people are like, yo, we love Russell. He's awesome to hang out with, but, like, who is this guy? And so we want to bring you on just to chat with you because, one, we love talking to you, and, two, you know, so people can learn who you are because you're just this mystery man in net. Uh, you know, and that's the way I like to keep it, you know? You're, you're all a bunch of uh, weirdos to me. Uh, I like to keep to myself. Well, hey, man, usually the goaltenders are always the weirdest people in the locker room, and that is very true for this team. So we are uh, looking forward to getting to know you a little bit better. Um, first of all, we want to wish you a happy birthday today, my friend. Oh, yeah. Thanks, bud. Yeah, uh, 23 years young. <laughs> oh, yeah, you look like it. That's for sure. <laughs> well, happy birthday, man. Yeah, we had, we had no idea it was your birthday or how old you were. It was all mysteries again over here. <laughs> Yeah, see, uh, I'm kind of top secret over here. My my wife knows. My son doesn't even know. My mom doesn't even know. Uh, yeah, today's my birthday. Man, well, hey, you know, the way we kind of like to start things off with our uh, with our guests yeah. is to kind of get a little bit of your background story. If you want to give us the uh, the abbreviated version of your life's journey from where you grew up, how you got into hockey, and how eventually you made your way onto the Ferg squad. And before you start, just so you know, not the Reese abridged version that took like an hour long, but the actual <laughs> true abridged the summary? version, please. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I actually got into hockey because of the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, down in Miami in 1992. There was no, Flo- there was no Florida Panthers down there then. Uh, the old Darren Poopa, number 93, was my guy yeah, he was. Uh, in net for the Bolts. Uh, that lasted for a year, and then I said, screw the Bolts. I like these Panthers better because Johnny Van Beezer was the man. Yes, he was. Uh, yeah. Uh, we didn't do it on ice back in those days, though. We were, uh, we were on feet in the old rollerblades there, boys. So you were a, uh, a roller goalie? Oh, yeah. I didn't play ice hockey until I was probably 11, 12 years old, something like that. And where in where in South Florida you said Miami's where you grew up? Uh, uh Broward County, you know, uh, Hollywood would probably be the closest place you would know. Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. What up? Um, yeah. My uh, my claim to fame, uh, very proud of this, is uh, by the people uh, who I have had the pleasure of being scored on by um, through roller hockey. You know, your your boy uh, Kaner there with the Blackhawks, uh, Oshi. Uh, the list goes on and on. I've been scored by a lot of scored on by a lot of people, but uh, you know, really happy about those guys that went ahead and propelled their success off of scoring on me into great careers as they have now. Uh, got to play a little, little bit of uh, high school ice hockey when I was down there, and then you know made the big jump to the the big leagues, the uh, club hockey division three level. Um, you know where it was all about hockey and not about school. Uh, a little bit of drinking on the side. Um, and then, uh, made a, a short trek out into the Denver area where I, I discovered, uh, the great liquid that is craft beer, um, <laughs> and started to put on a little bit of weight because that stuff has a lot more calories than your, your old Miller light, uh, moved back here and got the call up to Ferds, you know? Uh, oh, sorry. I forgot about anchor in. Oh, anchor in, starting in the minors and making your way up to the big leagues. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. I had a short stint in the minors and then uh, met a guy, Brando, you might know him, uh, said that uh, there might be an opportunity, give me a contract, and uh, there it was. Well, 
Brandon in the big and I leagues. We're actually trying to talk about. It. Remember how you end up joining the team, and we both couldn't remember to be honest with you. Maybe we uh, drank too much and killed too many brain cells, but we were thinking about. It. I think you moved from Orlando to here, and you just messaged me that you're in the area if we needed a goalie, and I think we had you subbing for the Gator Dredging team. Uh, that's actually true. Is I that did. How yeah. I was trying to put the piece yeah. together. It's very foggy. Yes. Yeah. No. I um. And it was actually it was, it was from Denver when I moved back down here. I was um, I wasn't playing anywhere, and then I knew uh, Bill, uh, Walshauser, who you know uh, ran the league down in Ellington. So I was seven for guys down there, and then I think that he probably gave you my number or something like that, and then went out and subbed for you guys, and I subbed for Frank Erin and uh, made the rounds and. Uh, We'll call that the the tryout stage, and then I think there was a guy who had playing in that. Was it Andrew? Who uh, I think the final straw was. Hey Russell, sorry about that. We um we had the internet cut here. We have construction workers all through the studio, and they hit a fiber optic wire and knocked out the connection. So my mistake. Yeah. I'd love to you to get back to what you're telling us. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, I was a little bit surprised. I thought you guys had a, uh, you know, a tier one operation going on with the podcast over there. Uh, apparently I was wrong. Uh, it's amateur hour, I guess, today at least uh, for the goalie. Uh, that's it's all work, good. It's a work in progress. Work in progress. <laughs> yeah. Growing pains, yeah. buddy. We're getting there. Yeah. Where, where do we leave off? You left off on talking about somebody named Andrew and something about the last straw was the last word you said. Yeah, uh, I think I, I got a I got a text message one night saying, uh, "It's done. You're in." <laughs> Something to that effect. <laughs> Later, I got the story of uh, a a very unfortunate uh, uh, result in a championship game or playoff game or something like that, and uh, I don't think that that fella has been heard from again. I don't know. Did he get <laughs> down to the the B minus? You didn't see right now. What happened to him? Actually, Brandon, I see him at uh, drop in most Thursdays. Oh. He's uh, he's okay. He just doesn't, you know, doesn't okay. really fit with the boys. We'll <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, man, we uh, we had Bowen back us up for the longest time. We wanted to get you in the mix, and um, Andrew kind of came about. And then when you were ready, we didn't have a spot, and we wanted to, to get you on. And when things worked out, I think what happened was actually didn't you have a knee surgery or something that um, when Bowen stopped, you had like. Something going on with that? Well, it was never a surgery. I actually have a a bone chip in um, my kneecap that uh, had a mild flare-up in one of those glorious Sunday games down in Ellington. I had to take some time off from that. But uh, one of those things where we don't get no surgery, so we're dealing with that injury till the day we die. Yeah, I think what happened was we tried to call you up and you were on the IR. Uh, yeah. Just, so we had we had to wait for round two, but hey, you know, long story short, you're on the team, and that's what matters. Yeah, you got me here. I had to play like two tough games when I first started playing, and then uh, I've had like ten shots against every game since. It's the most boring life. That's because I started. But hey, we win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stellar defense from uh, Michael Coca out there. Well, well, not many. Oh yeah, Brando, you too. Sorry, bud. How many players get to experience a five-hole shot like Michael Kulka had last week? And, uh... Yeah. Uh, funny story about Michael Kulka. I think he actually has the longest scoring streak on me at the Brandon Ice Sports Forum ever. You, you know, when you said longest, I was like, where is he going with this? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, we know something else with long, Mr. Kulka, but we don't want to go there right now. Yeah. Longest, it's a family-friendly show, isn't it? Lo- longest scoring streak at the Brandon I- – do you have some history with Mike before Ferg? No, no, no. I mean, I have not been scored on by anybody at uh, this rink uh, two weeks in a row, mostly because we don't play the same teams two weeks in a row. Uh, yet he has actually scored on me twice in a row. He's my own defenseman, so Uh-oh. thanks, Mike. <laughs> Are you in a waiting room somewhere? I hear music in the background. You got the club or something? <laughs> I'm actually uh, downtown at a brewery right now, uh, pounding some sodas with uh, the old wife and baby here. It sounds like Austin Powers is in the background to me. <laughs> uh, we're shooting a porn film, is what we're doing. Well, well 70s style. Give the wife a kiss for us really quick. We got a, a couple more questions to ask you before we jump in the lightning round here. Sure. And, um, 
the fact that you're at a brewery really makes this question tie in perfectly. And now being a beer connoisseur or expert, um, what is your favorite all-time beer? If you had to choose one. If I had to choose one beer of all time, that's a really tough question. Uh, but I'm just going to go ahead and answer with uh, Labatt. Labatt, heavy, because honestly, there's Ooh. not any better than that. Ooh. Well, well, good choice. I just got a rock yeah. hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's fancy beer, but then there's just stuff that works all the time. Well, listen, if I'm if I'm more of a stout guy myself, I mean, my favorite being Guinness, which is a, a great beer, in my opinion, what would you recommend something new for me to try as far as a stout beer? Uh you got to step up your game, first of all. Uh, Guinness, being in a, a dry Irish stout, low alcohol content, you need to step your game up to uh, maybe imperial stout, uh, maybe even something uh, bourbon barrel aged. Uh, come over to downtown St. Pete sometime. I'll take you to Cycle Brewing. Oh, I, uh, love, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do some. They do some real nice stouts, and uh, they'll they'll get you where you need to go uh, faster than you think you'll get there put it that way all right as soon as i have this baby i'll take a road trip bring my baby up and then uh, our babies can meet we can just drink stouts ha huh. you think that you're going anywhere once you have a kid that is cute <laughs> <laughs> only on your birthday right that's right birthday one day you're done and hockey one day a week if uh if you want to give a shout out to any brewery do you have a go-to brewery you like to go to or is it cycle or uh oh cycle's great but i actually uh, my neighborhood brewery is actually called arc well, welcome back. Round three. Man, hopefully we can get through this without a cutting out again. But uh, <laughs> like I said, you know, with all these contractors that we have working on the studio here, it's tough to really get a strong connection. So we'll power through. I want sure. you to I, I won't be your, so wordy. Yeah, I just want you to finish your last thought on what your go-to brewery is, your hometown brew here. Uh, yeah, you go Arcane, Arcane Brewing up in Largo is the way to go. They've got something for everybody. It's usually some somewhere near twenty different beers on tap. Uh, that's the way to go. I've never been there. Where in Largo is that at? Uh, it is on East Bay, over by Belcher. Belcher. Yeah, there's a Bank of America out front. Check it out. Or if uh, do you know where? Um, is it Mugs and Jugs? I do know bar? Mugs and Jugs by the it's, uh, Ice Arena. Yeah, it's it's uh, well, no, actually, that's the old Mugs and Jugs. That's where I live is right by that one. <laughs> Look up Mugs and Jugs now, and right next to that is Arcane Brewing. I think Eddie was going to look to open up a new club over by the Players Club. It was going to be called Mugs and Jugs, but I don't want to speak uh, on Eddie's behalf. We'll have to ask him next time. Well, no, he Sounds told right me it's actually be called uh, Jugs and Jugs. Oh, jugs and Jugs. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I knew something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hey, let's, uh, let's chat real quick. Back to you being uh, the biggest Panthers fan I know. Can you tell me, um, you know, did you have a Beezer jersey growing up? I hope you did. Uh, I did. Actually, I'll go one step further. Um, through my, my early hockey career, uh, I started out with a T-shirt that uh, had a picture of Beezer on it and actually said, the Beezer at the bottom. Uh, once that shirt was tattered and torn to a point to where I could not wear it anymore, uh, my lovely mother uh, decided to take it um, upon herself to make me a new shirt. Uh, that was a picture of myself in the same fashion that actually read the Russer. <laughs> I think we just yeah. got a new nickname. <laughs> yeah, oh, so that man. is that is who I really am. You just found out the real Russell Pittman. I am the Russer. How many uh, Panthers games have he been to, and uh, how many Lightning games have he been to? Like, what's the what's the ratio we're, we're looking at? Um, I mean, I've only been to. Uh, Probably been to like three lightning games since I've uh, since I moved to the Bay Area uh, about three years ago. Panther games, I don't know, uh, dozens. You know, I, I I went to plenty back when they were in the Miami Arena before I think it was '97 when they moved to Sunrise, um, and then uh, I don't know. Since then, it was usually a handful a season. Gotcha. Well, hey, that that sounds like a true fan. All right, I was just double checking. I, I wasn't sure yeah, yeah. you've been enough games. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone actually pretends to be a Panthers fan, though. <laughs> touche, touche. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing that uh, not everyone probably realizes about you, but I think it's pretty uh, interesting, is that you um, 
Let's just face it, man. You're a Star Wars junkie. Well, what's the deal with that? Uh, you know, um, I grew up in a uh, a um, a Christian household uh, with uh, a very strict set of parents. Uh, so the the old footage viewing was limited to uh, various cartoons, and then nothing at all, unless it was Star Wars. Uh, oh. Passed the test. Um, so I got to see that probably each one of the original three movies, I don't know, a couple dozen times before I actually saw any legitimate film, uh, you know, before the age of like eight or something like that. Well, I, I one thing people that might not know about me is I'm a huge Star Wars fan as well. Um, and I'm going to find out how serious a fan you are. I'm, I'm just guessing you're probably a bigger fan than me. But oh, I, I don't know. I forgot. I've I've forgotten a lot about Star Wars in uh, the past couple of years. Give me, give it a shot. What do you got? Uh, I, well, I'm not. I'm not going to hit you some hard trivia. I just, you know, just <laughs> the basics. I mean, of all the movies, which one's the best? Five. Empire Strikes Back. Thank you. Okay, that's a true story. Any true fan would agree that. Um, which one is the worst? Oh man, there's there's a couple that are probably tied. But if I had to choose. Uh, episode one uh, with little baby Vader. That was, wow. That yeah, was dude. Misa <laughs> <laughs> you, you're reading my mind. These are all, every true fan feels the same way. And then, um, you know, what's your take on the last, um, the, the new one that came out, The Last Jedi? If you were uh, giving a Rotten Tomatoes score, what would you have given it? Uh, I, I got to remember Rotten Tomatoes goes um, zero to 100%, or is that yeah. Metacritic? Yeah, zero to 100%. Zero to one hundred percent. I would give it um, probably, let's say, a seventy-two, merely because there was about a half hour worth of that movie that just didn't need to happen. Uh, if you yeah. take out that half hour worth of movie, I'd probably give it more like an eighty-eight. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I. I... Hey, buddy. Don't even worry about the misconnections here. We're gonna have our guy. Bri guy patched this all together so it'll be nice and smooth all right that's beautiful well hey man we were just talking about you know star wars and whatnot um but before we do get disconnected one more time let's just wrap this bitch up and let's jump into the lightning round you think you can handle that uh you know let's do it i'll see what i got okay again i'm just gonna rattle off some questions whatever comes to your mind first you shout the answers no right or wrong answers okay Cool. Here we go. Question number one. Who is your favorite Star Wars character? Oh, it's always such a hard answer. It's Luke Skywalker, but only the version that is Jedi Luke from the end of episode six. Nerd answer, go. That is incredibly specific. (laughs) Next next question. Who is your favorite current goalie? Oh, man. That's Bobrovsky in Columbus. Love that guy. Good choice. Question number three. Who is your favorite past goalie, not including Van Beesbrook? Patty Waugh. The nut job. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, who is the best player to ever wear a Ferg's Live jersey? Oh, man. Can I still say Theo, even though I think somebody else already said <laughs> him? But he was just so impressive in the short time that he was here, like a flash in the pan. Uh, and then he was gone, just like that. We'll never forget him. Who's the best player to ever wear an Arizona Coyotes jersey? Oh, my boy, Jeremy Roenick, kid. Yep, that's what I said, too. <laughs> what is... Gotta go American. Next question. Who is your favorite all-time movie hockey goalie? Uh, there's no other answer but the one. Thomas Anderson. Uh, Keanu Reeves in... Dude, uh, what the heck is did we just become best friends? Because that's what I said yeah. before we started yes. recording. Yes. Uh, yep. <laughs> My answer was Goldberg. So. <laughs> no, sorry. Goldberg didn't make the cut for me. He just, yeah, so. he just stood there with newspapers on his leg. That's not good. All right. Next question. Better than Goldberg. Yes, I agree. Next question. <laughs> if you had to compare your style of play to a current NHL goalie, who would you choose? Uh, let's see. Old, beat up, torn down, not even that good. Roberto Luongo. <laughs> All right. 
Yeah, you look just like him. Not- <laughs> <laughs> Last question for you. Who has the best shot on the Ferg's squad? Oh, the best shot on the Ferg's squad. Dude, Eddie the Sniper. Oh, the that postman. Guy, that guy just calls post every single time and just nails it. <laughs> it's, it's disappointing when he doesn't hit a post, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Well, my, my last one was actually going to be what's your favorite beer, but you already answered that, so I skipped it. But uh, well done in the lightning round, man. Um, and as we're kind of wrapping up here, again, we just want to say thank you for spending your time on your birthday out with the fam at the brewery, pounding back oh, some sure. brewskis. Yeah. I might come and meet you guys for one, uh, but I'm stuck here working on this podcast. It is, it is my passion. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, priorities. I'd prefer you get this out than uh, <laughs> hang out with me anyway. Um, and little did you guys know that during this whole process, uh, helped my wife change a, a diaper and uh, had a beer spilled on me and all other sorts of stuff, drool, you name it. Um, yeah, so struggle over here, but we had a good time. Man, well, thank you again for coming on, buddy. Happy birthday to you. Give Stephanie a kiss for me and a little man a, a little fist bump as well. And then whatever beer you're chugging, I'm calling Buffalo on you, so chug that shit. <laughs> I'm actually not I'm not getting Buffalo right now. I'm drinking with my left hand like a good old boy. Oh, false Buffalo and Brando. Uh, so, you, does that mean you're chugging right now, Brando? Yep, goodbye. Got? Goodbye, iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on, Russ. We'll, we'll holler at you later. Yeah, thanks, boys. See ya. All right. Well, thank you to Russell for spending time on his birthday and coming on to this week's Epi as our special guest. It's always good catching up with that guy, especially the attendees. You know, you never really you never really know what's going on. Um, with those guys because uh, they're just so fucking weird and uh, nobody usually likes goalies, but I happen to like Russell. Yeah, he's probably uh, less of a weirdo than most. Yeah, true, true. Uh, he actually talks. Some goalies just don't talk at all. That is true. Um, but great insight into the Panthers through that guy. Great insights to some beers. And, of course, great to hear his background, how he got into hockey and eventually joined the Ferg's squad. <clears throat> Polly, we are uh, finishing up this episode, but I want to take some time to get into some of our fan emails and questions. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, so uh, our producer, uh, Brad Guy Turok, uh, pulled a bunch of fan emails. I guess they've been building up in his inbox and he just didn't tell us. I don't know what this guy does all day. Um, I don't know what Grab Ads does all day, but this guy's sitting on probably over a thousand fan emails from all our loyal fans and we haven't seen them all till just now. So after he told us, he highlighted a couple of the top ones. We're just going to go through them real quick and uh, see if we give these people answers. I mean, let's give the fans what they want. So I'll just run through it. Uh, first one um, is from Smitty Smithwick 89. And um, he asked, now that your podcast has been rated in the top 100 podcasts on iTunes, will you continue to do episodes all summer long? And I'll start with that just by saying, um, you know, our podcast is here for you guys. We bring the news to you guys. Probably be all lost without us. Um, but we're gonna run through probably all the way to the cup. Uh, we're gonna, you know, now that we have you know such an acclaimed following, we're gonna give you guys up to date coverage in the playoffs. Maybe even twice a week at some point. You know, when this is happening, all the way to the Stanley Cup. We're gonna probably do a special for the draft. And we have the draft lottery coming up soon. And then probably take most of the summer off because like anybody else, we got to recharge and go out to the lake and do water sports. <laughs> we do? <laughs> I mean, I'd like to think we do. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll still be playing hockey on Monday nights, hopefully during the summer. And uh, Friday night ball hockey. Uh, maybe we'll get some of your scrubs out there to come and play with us. I haven't had a chance to yet. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, uh, we'll, we'll keep this rolling through the playoffs here and, um, we'll see what happens, man. What else you got for these questions? You got any room for me on the ball hockey team next Friday? Uh, yeah, always. Okay. I'm going to try and be there. All right. Qu- question number two. Um, what series or movies are you guys currently watching? And this is from at the real Michael Scott 22. Huh. 
wonder if that's really him or not. Probably not. Um, series that we're watching. Uh, well, first one comes to mind. Always one of my favorites, Game of Thrones. I'll catch an episode every now and then uh, and and watch one of those. One of the best shows ever created. Also, sticking with HBO. Ever, ever seriously. Um, sticking with HBO, Westworld. New season's coming out in like a week or something like that. And I've been re-watching the first season because that show is fantastic. Yeah, Westworld has got me super excited. Um, they just can't make a wheel of real... Westworld fast enough because I would just give them all my money and go there right away because it's the best idea in the world. I mean, pretty much video games are almost there. They're so close. For those of you who haven't seen Westworld, go and check it out for sure. Um, they're not our sponsor or anything. It's just a legitimate show. But can you imagine bringing the whole squad into Westworld and just going out in the town and fuck? <laughs> It'd be like Matrix. We'd all be in a room like plugged in and we just would never leave. Um, I also heard Westworld might be our sponsor next week. Did you hear about that? Uh, no. I mean, we have so many sponsors that are lining up to get airtime, but with these epis being so short, it's hard to fit in a lot of uh, a lot of sponsors. So, yeah, we'll, we'll work it out. We'll see what happens. I mean, HBO's been watching us like a hawk, so, you know, it's just, it's just what happens when you have a top podcast these days. Um, as far as movies, I don't know if anybody knows, but Super Troopers 2 comes out in two days, and that's going to be unreal. Uh, we should get the boys together to go see that one, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, it comes out on 420. What up, dog? <laughs> and Avengers next week and Deadpool in like three weeks. Um, all of them are going to be awesome. And I still want to see It's a Quiet Place. Yeah, me too. Me too. I think I'm actually going to um, head out with the wifey this weekend and go see that uh, Blockers movie, that comedy with um, John Cena. Looks fucking hilarious. So I'll let you boys know how that one is. John Cena. You know he's a Tampa native. Uh, yeah, I did. I heard he drives around and uh, was he got a Lambo or something like that. I mean, who knows? But um, probably got ten of them. <laughs> yeah, can't miss that guy. He's huge. Huge. <laughs> um, all right, next question. Um, this is from R Juas Three Gudas Three. I don't know how do you say that. Um, do you always put on the same skate first, and if so, which one? Uh, personally, I always kind of not i think I, I do put on the left one and then the right one and then i tie the right one and the left one what about you brando i put my right skate on first follow it up with the left and then i go back and i tie my right then left so i'm the exact opposite of you yeah kind of weird though that we both don't tie the first skate we put on um that's bad luck <laughs> bry guy pulled a little fact that um 89 percent of players do put their left skate on first so i'd love to hear some more feedback to see uh some of you guys which one do you put on first if you think about it is it the same one every week or do you just arbitrarily pick a foot and start there it probably for at least for coca it depends on what leg his dick is swinging towards because he's got to throw that over his shoulder get out of the way and then put his skate on so i think everyone else like us with smaller wieners wouldn't have any issues though <laughs> all right uh next question from percy finkelberry 39 What's the worst hockey injury of your career and when? Go ahead, Brandon. Let's see what you got. Um, I've had plenty of bad hockey injuries. Just stick, yeah, what's your worst, though? Um, well, my worst is probably just losing a bunch of teeth, getting hit with a hockey puck in the mouth. Um, I've had several surgeries currently going back and kind of redoing that as we speak, getting a new bone graft done, getting some implants put in. I lost... Uh, four molars um during tryouts one year but no big surgeries as far as like knees or shoulders or anything like that it's just m mostly uh four broken noses um that, that kind of stuff yeah i would say um personally you and your teeth situation i don't know if you guys know but brando since his um this is happened when did this injury happen 10 years ago 15 years ago this was when I was, I think, 16 years old. So that's been about 13 years 13 ago. 13 years. Well, the guy's tooth falls out while he's eating lunch one day. <laughs> and pretty much since, since then, he's had a dentist or oral surgeon appointment once a month for the past seven months. And it got me thinking, and you're probably one of the main reasons I put my cage back on because I really just don't want a dozen dentist appointments one after another because you're still halfway through. I mean, you're still missing what, a couple teeth and you're getting a 
a post put in and two posts two posts two new teeth yeah i'm currently missing my two molars got my wisdom teeth taken out to make some room for all this and a bone graft done so yeah it's a lot of fun <laughs> gosh and insurance covering it i know you got some connections i mean this is like a fortune like it just i mean yeah you're part of the reason why i'm putting the cage on luckily my sister-in-law works for an oral surgeon down in sarasota i won't uh put his name on here because he's not a sponsor of the podcast but yeah he's <laughs> he's doing all this work for free so don't tell anybody but yeah i got hooked up boys Jeez. what about um, you any bad injuries um I, when i was playing back at um ucf which was also about 13 14 years ago i shattered my collarbone and that wasn't very fun i um i i got slammed against the boards in a game and i uh heard something crack and couldn't sleep on it for about two weeks and then i was in practice and uh actually it was after practice i went to a drop-in practice optional just get some extra ice time and i went shoulder to shoulder on some guy and it snapped in half and that wasn't very fun for the next eight weeks but you know probably the most painful one i ever had was when i got my sternum bruised with the butt end no no surgeries or anything like that you can't really do anything about it besides let it heal and it's just like every time you breathe it's just painful so i don't recommend ever oh. getting that done they have, they have a name for that injury what's that the, the zach parisi oh <laughs> current reference yeah Bazinga. <laughs> all right next next one um okay this is an interesting question this is from dr fumbles 13 um and would you rather never eat bread again or never drink beer again and in parentheses li liquor and wine is okay but either never beer or never bread that's a tough one it's easy for me i would i would re um well i, I mean, guess we got some za some pizza to think yeah about yeah i would cheesesteaks i would never drink beer again so i could continue to eat bread you know what i think i'm gonna have to agree with you because i think i could be fine with some tito's and soda uh, it's not the same like a beer after a game. Um, I could you know, I could try and get the fancy wine glasses and talk all snooty, but I think to give up pizza and cheesesteaks, burgers, I mean... There are other ways to get intoxicated, uh, other ways to partake um, that some of us do after our uh, hockey games, as some of you boys have seen in the locker rooms that I think would um, in increase the amount of bread that we eat afterwards as well. So <laughs> I have to stay with uh, eating bread over drinking beers. Yeah, I'd love to hear what some of you guys think as well. Um, we're both in the bread mindset. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, all right, boys. Well, let's get wrapped up for this week. Uh, another great week um, as well. There's a bunch of Lightning uh, player get-togethers. Uh, there's a home game this Saturday at 3 o'clock if anyone's going. Uh, hit me up. Hit Brando up. He's not going, but hit, hit him up anyway. Um, we'd love to see some of you guys. There's a watch party tonight on Wednesday, and then uh, any you know. Oh, there's also a bike pub crawl we're talking about doing, uh, probably early May, maybe around Cinco de Mayo. And then I just heard something came across my desk this this week for a potential Ferg's ski trip in 2019. I don't know much about it. I'll look into it, but that's something I heard. So, um, you know, watch the playoff hockey. We'll get together soon, boys. Um, you got anything else, Brando? Um, yeah, I do, actually. Before we log off, um, we found in the archives bonus footage, a bonus interview that was done without the podcast permission from our Western correspondent, Jesse Reed. Um, it sounds like we are all very intoxicated and just talking about bullshit. So we're going to end the podcast by uh, by throwing that clip in here, boys. So enjoy the clip. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. And we will talk to you, boys, next Monday. See you, boys. Keep fighting the good fight. Pip squeaks. <laughs>
You seem to like it. Well, I'm not the one that actually picked the nickname. Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. Okay. So, <laughs> break your dreams happened this weekend, right? We're good? Yeah, yeah, great yeah. experience as always. Uh, the Tampa Lightning are a fantastic organization to offer this to skaters. And we can go and we can play on NHL ice, change in Tampa Bay Storm locker rooms, <laughs> and uh, get free Gatorades, which is pretty awesome, right? Power, power rates. They, they didn't. They didn't go for the Gatorades. <laughs> I, I take it all back. This is this is terrible. I was this say. is terrible. But we're also here for Mancation Weekend, which for you uh, regular podcast listeners know what that is, right? It's all around great day. I mean, um, great day, great weekend. But you know, we hit the ice. Have some good time with the boys. We play a competitive game. We go to Ferg's. We drink beers. We come back and watch a pro game. And then we drink some more beers. And first do that all night. And then the whole next day. So, I mean. Sprinkling some shots in there and stuff. Those are all real things. (laughs) So, I got to say, though, for the on-ice time, you're you're playing on an NHL-level arena. And I got to say, on the shootout, Mr. J-Bo here was completely stonewalled on the shootout, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Stand, standard operating procedure for you, right? Like well, I, well, I can't, you know, you, you got to keep everybody's heads, you know, back in their you know helmets. They can't get too inflated, especially with this guy uh, they call Pauly D. Oh, um, you know, I, I even tried to give him so so much open ice and, and just kind of mess around with him, but it just completely took him off his game. He didn't really know what to do. And it was uh, it was almost kind of pathetic a little bit, but because uh, so, you you turned your back to him. Oh, I, his... I, I skated around the net and then all the way out oh, to the blue line. Oh, oh gotcha, gotcha, and, gotcha. And you know, if he actually picked his head up, he probably could have scored from the red line. But uh, but instead, he uh, he wasn't too sure. He tried to uh, pull an NHL move on me, and um, I don't I don't really know if it, that's considered what. It, TJ Oshie did um, because I think he actually scores. So, well, unfortunately, Polly D is left, so there's no way to rebut this. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Uh, well, I mean, I usually say my NHL moves for NHL goalies. Sometimes, you know, when you play against a goalie who's maybe not as good, they kind of do the opposite of what you expect and they end up stopping you. So, maybe one of those cases, maybe not. But you know what, Bowen, good job to you because. Let's just say the only person you have to worry about is me, who scores on you every single time. I'm kind of a shootout specialist, so you stop me, you stop the team. Oh, okay. And uh, you, you did a good job of that. Does this count during games, too? Because I'm pretty sure you didn't score any during the game. Yeah. I'm going to take all the fans back a second to uh, the Gator Dredging Championship against Team Tiger. Um, Bowen shut down all five shooters, and myself, Paulie D, was the only one that scored for our team to win a championship. So that's typically how we roll. What I'm learning here is that uh, I'm basically carrying every team that I'm on during shootouts. You know, it, it, all we need to really do is just score one, and then it's a it's a lock at that point. So. Yeah, and I get that one for you. So okay. yeah, that's why we're a good team. All right, we're good then. Brandon, anything you want to say? Are we talking about Ricky Dreams? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'm a little drunk right now, but I'm just catching up, and uh, I felt like overall it was a success. My team lost, but uh, you know, you just fucking deal with it when when you have the the least uh, when you have the least conditioned team in the league. Then uh, you know, sometimes you got to play shorthanded. And I thought that we we did our best, and you know, it is what it is. At this what, point. Was there anyone in particular that wasn't conditioned enough you want to mention? Well, you know, not to name, I don't want to name names or anything, but, uh, you know, I mean, Danny Descalzo specifically probably I wouldn't name uh, as somebody that was unconditioned uh, for this, but. Uh, I thought, I, I heard a rumor he died on the bench. Can you oh, confirm that? that? <laughs> yeah, we actually have. Is that yeah, what? There, there was, somebody was looking for the paddles to bring that poor guy back to the game. The best part is he was laying back there. He was dying, and instead of anybody like worrying about whether or not he was alive, the one guy in our team that worked for the arena just said, oh, please make sure you don't go down that hallway. So he just got yelled at, basically, for being dead near the hallway he wasn't supposed to go down. And what was down that hallway, so we all know? That would be the Buffalo Sabres locker room was over that way. Who were also dead. <laughs> yeah, maybe the, uh, I, I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> First team to ever get... 31st place in the NHL, Buffalo Sabres. Congratulations, guys. That's where I'm going with that. Yes. <laughs> Overall, Rink of Dreams, always, always good times. I got to say, even the worst Rink of Dreams I've ever played in was still fun. So, 
you know, uh, congratulations to Colin O'Neill. Obviously, he scored uh, like 57 goals or some dumb shit for getting MVP of Rink of Dreams. Broke the stats. Broke that. Yeah, broke every single thing. That was the thing. Out of control. And uh, Reese Gremlin was great. Brian the Muppet Torok just showed up today. Brian, Brian? How you doing, guys? How'd you, how'd you like Ring of Dreams? Uh, Ring of Dreams was great. I think our line was a minus four. Um, it had nothing to do with um, conditioning, except that it had everything to do with conditioning. I think we were very slow. And I want to throw a nice moment of silence for Danny as he did die on the bench. All right, Danny, it's been great. You know, thanks go around. Thank you, Danny. Like, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, your West Coast reporter over and out. Oh, thank you.